Have you ever wondered what hypnosis might be and what it can do for you? You've come to the right place. Welcome to Hypnosis Everywhere with your host, Inez Simpson. This is the show that talks to everyone from the experienced practitioner to the cautiously curious and, yes, even the skeptics. Now, here's Inez Simpson. Well, welcome back to Hypnosis Everywhere. And as usual, I have my sidekick here, Martin Gover, as he peeks in and out. <laughs> you, can't and hear, you can't hear that very well on radio. No, that's okay. He does. He, he's here. The visuals are all good. Yeah. So I'm really happy to welcome back the patient whispers to the show because it was so great last time. And now we're going to even get it into it more. So I'm going to introduce you to the two guys that are the patient whispers and they use verbal medicine. And that's Mark Sacco and Roger Wood. So Mark, hi, maybe I'll let you start and just maybe introduce yourself. And, you know, I just like the people out there to sort of know who you are and what you do. Okay. Well, my name is Mark Sacco. I'm one of the uh, founders of The Patient Whispers and one of the co-developers and co-authors of Verbal Medicine, The Language of Healing. And I've been an emergency room nurse for almost a decade now, and actually a little over a decade. I'm getting old. And we've seen over 30,000 patients now, and we've used a little bit of verbal medicine on each and every one of them. So we've been able to distill all these techniques and down into a, a very efficient method and we called it verbal medicine and we've had fantastic results which you'll hear about um, okay yeah and how about so, you roger can you want to tell everybody who you are yeah um i'm roger woods i'm an emergency room um, nurse i've been a nurse now for 24 years and mark's right we've used a little bit of verbal medicine on every patient that we've used. It may be a little relaxation. It may be the right word, changing the, the meaning of something and making it a positive meaning as opposed to a negative meaning. Uh, changing the words that we use instead of hurting, because there's a lot of words out there that nurses use inherently that hurt people, that emotional response to a word. So we've changed the language and the language has helped immensely with getting people on that that path to help, um, encouraging them, showing them that the way that we respond to certain things mm -hmm. is within. And if we can change that response, just one little response, then imagine what that can do for the rest of their life. More importantly, it's about the practitioner, the nurse, the doctor, the paramedic. It's all of these people that are actually absorbing all of this negative energy a trauma is a negative energy anytime you go and you see a medical professional there's a lot of negative energy there that emotional response let's change that let's change that energy and actually make it a positive experience and a positive experience we like to call it that connection there's an access point when patients come in where we can just see them help them achieve a different response and then that actually is a domino effect for other things in their life. They can see that they've, they've had this power, this innate power inside, and they can change their lives, right? Yeah. And simple words, just like that word I just used, right. Making a positive statement saying, right, how can they deny it? Well, they can't. They always say yes. And once they say yes to themselves, that domino effect just keeps getting faster and faster, breaking down. And it's 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 crashing down all of these anchors that they've had instilled in them since the day they were born. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing the transition. 
And we see our healthcare workers just really loving what we're doing, what we're showing them. And I got to tell you, Mark and I were burnt out five years ago before we went and got the training. We were burnt. We were really burnt out. And we got the training and we noticed that there are most of the techniques that we're doing, we're doing innately. It's inherent as a nurse. Mm -hmm. We just tweaked them. We just refined them. We honed our skills. And now we get people asking us to come in and take care of their patients, especially if they're a little out of control. And that's the number one thing, Ines. It's about control. They're mm -hmm. out of control. Let's give mm -hmm. them some control. Everything changes. Everything will change. And everything, believe it or not, has changed for us and the patients we come in contact with. Can we can we just just step you back a bit for the listeners, uh, Mark and Roger? So why would the training you mean was the NGH hypnosis training? Is that correct? Is that what you were saying when you say the training? So, well, fundamentally, yes. But there are also other elements that we bring into it, right? It's that but, not just that that mind and body, but the soul, right? That soul, that spiritual aspect. We all have different religions. We all have different creeds and colors, and we have to identify them. As nurses, we get that training. We get that training about the whole spectrum of culture, right? Mm -hmm. And so we as nurses have the upper hand as opposed to, and I, I don't mean that to the detrimental side, but we have more training about culture backgrounds and how we can use that, how we can use that to build, you ready, rapport. <laughs> and once we, once we get that rapport, and we also have, this inherent influence as healthcare providers. People will listen to a healthcare provider. They really will. They come in in a medium trance. They are so receptive. They are so open. And as I said before, we call this an access point where change happens. It happens instantly, just like that. So what I'm, why, what I'm curious about is why, I mean, you probably associated with, but why go to hypnosis or, or NGH hypnosis training? Did you think, oh, this is the next? They put NLP in too, so I'm I know. part of, yeah. So let me tell you why. Yeah. Um, Mark will tell you a different story. Um, <laughs> when I was going through nursing school, because nursing wasn't my first career, it really wasn't. I went to nursing school and I took a hypnosis 101. And I'm going to tell you, that was the only A I got. Right. <laughs> it wasn't because I was messing around. It was because I was self-employed. I had a young family and I was working. So I really identified with what the instructor was saying and how words have meanings and how you can change somebody by just changing the word. And we're only looking for a little thing. And so um, I had carried that over into my career and and um, I was looking for money to go get some training for hypnosis. I really, as we all do, I wanted hypnosis for myself, but I was yeah. looking for somebody else to pay for it. I knew the power of it. And eventually I did get some um, sponsorship from our hospital. Um, the chief of the, the department, Dr. Broderick, actually went out of his way so that Mark and I could go and get the training. The first day of training, the first day, we saw a big chance to change the way us, us nurses are providing health care. Everything we were doing was wrong. It really was. We're using words to hinder instead of heal. For instance, when we say, and I see this all the time, when people say, nurses, okay, I'm going to give you an injection. You're going to feel a, short, a small prick or a bee sting. No, or a poke. They, 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 they don't hear that. 
I don't know about you, but I hate being stung. Mm-hmm. I hate being poked. And I hate a bee sting. I really do. I really do. So people have a visceral response to words. And we notice that. We don't ever use those words. We don't use the word pain, bee sting, prick. We change words to healing words. And if it's a procedure, we will say there's something that we need to do to make you healthier, better, and on the road to recovery. It's the way that you use your words to heal. And that's what we do. Mark has a great story about why I thought I wanted to do it. Right, Mark? (laughs) Yes. Before I was involved, he had been doing this for almost three years. He was trying to get money. But he actually was looking to get that stage hypnosis because we didn't know anything really about this medical that hypnosis part that much. But he wanted to get that stage hypnosis and, and do shows and that kind of stuff. So he had to figure out a way to get somebody to pay for that. So he said, I'll do stuff at the hospital. And then, you know, you guys pay me to go do this. And they said, yes, finally, after three years. And then is when he said, oh, well, I don't want to go alone. Can I take somebody else with me? And they gave us two. And he came to me and said, hey, will you go down? Will you do this? If you don't like it, just go, you know, buzz around New York City and uh, come back when it's over. But again, like he said, the very first few minutes that we were in there, we saw the power that this could give us in uh, the healthcare arena. And our jaws were just dropped open and said, oh my God, not only were we kind of doing things wrong, but we saw how it could be changed for, for so much better. And it also showed us that we were already doing some of that in the healthcare arena and we didn't know it. And that's actually where the patient whisperer's name came from we had this innate ability to get people to do what we needed them to do, get them to calm down, get them to get out of the car and come into the hospital. And people were already coming to us and saying, Hey, can you go talk to that person? We can't get them out of the car. They're, you know, behavioral psychic patient. We need them in and it would work. So one of the doctors, one of the day, one day said when there was a problem going on, I says, yeah, go get Mark and Roger, one of the patient whisperers. And <laughs> it stopped. So when we, got the training and wanted to develop a company, we said, that's got to be our name. That's, that's us. So that's how we became the patient whispers. But it just, when we were getting the NGH training, it was almost having, he was almost having two classes, one teaching lay people and one teaching us nurses on how to use hypnosis. And we just rocketed up from there. I think yeah. it's astounding. And I think when you, you know, you're at the forefront and if you can start it off in a positive manner, it pays off. It'll compound through the whole thing of, of, of having the work done, right? Yeah. And I think also from a hypnosis, hypnotist side, when we saw you at the Canadian convention and you were hypnosis convention, and you were talking, we were just like, oh, this is what we should all be doing. It's just amazing. That's the right place to put hypnosis. It was great. Their stories. Yeah. And, what you were achieving. and it, has be- it has become our mission to teach every nurse how to do this and use verbal medicine in their practice. That is our mission. That's why we're here. I think it's a great mission. <laughs> and like also, uh, Roger, when you were saying you know, about words, and uh, you're out of control when you go into a trauma, the patient or the, the person going in, of course, the biggest thing is they're, they're out, they feel out of control. And I love that story you say. You go in and say, listen, I know a lot about this place. I'm a nurse and I've worked here a long time. Would it be okay if I led you through what you need to do? I think, you know, that 
there's somebody here who cares and is going to lead you through every step. That's great, I think, to calm people yeah. down. Yeah, it takes away the mystery, right? Yes. I'm sorry, Mark, I'm all over you. <laughs> no, I was just saying it gives you it gives them the control back. And yeah. that makes so much difference. And so you know, everyone different. always has the misconception that when we as hypnotists take control from them, it's exactly the opposite. We're actually giving them their control. Yes, yeah. That's you know? right. For instance, um, one little thing that we um, we do, you know, if somebody needs to take medication, I will say, do you want to take your medication sitting down or would you like to take it in the bed? Now, I really don't care where they sit. They make the choice. I just want them to take the medication. But they look as if they've had a, a choice in the matter, which they have, really. Um, but that gives them just that little bit of control that they're, they're lacking, that was taken away from them. And they start to relax. And that all comes... And it adds to that rapport, that rapport where we can lead them. Listen, patients don't know where they're going. They really don't. You know, they'll lead you off a cliff. But we know exactly where we're going, what needs to be done. And with some skill and some knowledge, we can lead them. Yeah, so, you know, that's great. And we're going to talk about all of this and how you do it on the, the other side of the break. So we'll just say see you on the other side and we'll be sent over and out till now. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here, the host of Hypnosis Everywhere on Voice America, and I'm here to give myself a plug. I want to plug three things that give me joy in my practice. First is working one-on-one with clients to work with them to get the outcome they desire. And as you know from the show, hypnosis covers a broad spectrum. And as a Voice America listener, I'm offering you a free consult. If you're curious or you feel hypnosis may help you and you want to find out more, go to inezsimpson.com and click on my client page. Second, mentoring. I love to work with hypnotists, new or who've been in the field for some time, and they want to change things up or move ahead or whatever it may be. You can find out everything at inezsimpson.com forward slash mentoring. Third thing, the Simpson Protocol. I'm passionate about teaching hypnosis and especially Simpson Protocol, which I teach around the world. And you can find out all about that at simpsonprotocol.com. Talk soon. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Inez, that's I N E S, at inezsimpson.com. 
Now, back to this week's program. Well, welcome back to Hypnosis Everywhere, and I'm going to hand it right over to Mark Seiko so we can continue that conversation about control. Great. So we were talking about um, giving patients back control and how yeah. important that is and how that can change the whole patient care um, day for them. And uh, Roger has a great story about that. I'm going to give it to him. I do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. Um, we're talking about control and how, um, how it can be, be given back, right? That's what we're looking for. I was working in one particular um, place at the emergency room. We, we float around to different places, triage, the alert rooms where there's major trauma, um, bedside care. There's, there's many areas, five areas that we work in. I was working in this area where it was the observation unit, where we get the people with um, um, psych problems, mental illness, drunks, you know, they... I seem to like to work there, and they put me there because I'm pretty good with the patients, listening and understanding. I was working there, and then all of a sudden, the door opened. The charge nurse came in and said, hey, Roger, can you come over to room, I think it was 28. Um, there's a young man in there, and he's hyperventilating. He's not listening to anybody, and, and the two male nurses, the two young male nurses, didn't know what to do. And then I, I, I got a little upset with that. I said, no, they need to learn. And then I said, okay. Let me, let me go and show them what they really need to do. I had no idea what I was walking into, but I had the confidence to know that I had a lot of tools at my, my disposition, uh, my disposal, not disposition. And so I walked over there and I, I look into the room and I see this guy with tattoos all over him, all over his face, all over his arms, and he is hyperventilating and he's got this mask on, this non-rebreather, which gives him oxygen. And he was hyperventilating it broth in, in, in his mouth and I saw the two and they're pretty seasoned four five years six seven year um, professionals not knowing what to do these two male nurses nice guys really nice guys and, and they just didn't know what to do so I went up to the guy and I said uh, okay what's going on here and he just couldn't talk he just couldn't talk he was hyperventilating I turned to one of the nurses I said well what's going on and they couldn't tell me I said that's okay he can keep doing that, keep doing that. And what I noticed was that all these tattoos were not professional. These were prison tattoos, which then set off my antenna to know that this guy is oppositional. Whatever I tell him to do, he's going to do complete opposite. What I also noticed was that the two male nurses were wearing gray. He probably thought that these two guys were security guards, prison guards. He's not going to do anything for prison guards, right? Nothing. And so I said one more time, you know, if you don't stop hyperventilating, you're going to pass out. He just kept on going. I said, good, because the moment that you pass out, you're all mine. Now, that <laughs> was a change of state right there. As soon as you pass out, you're all mine. He didn't want me to have control over him. All of a sudden, he stopped breathing. All of a sudden, he started to release his, his chest. His shoulders came down. I went into the cabinet, pulled out a washcloth. I pulled off the mask. I wiped away the froth on his mouth. And I just said, brother, keep going on. Keep going. You're going to be mine the minute you pass out. And he started to control his breathing. He started to control his breathing. Within two minutes, the mask was off full time. He was breathing normally. And he was talking in full sentences. Not very complimentary about his girlfriend. That's what started it off. He had a problem with his girlfriend. But he didn't want to give me that ultimate control. So that's where 
just a little knowledge helped me relax this guy. Otherwise, he would have passed out. And then that would have been a different ballpark altogether. So we would have been in a lot of trouble. The two male nurses were just astounded because they had tried with this guy. And that's the word try. They kept saying, we've been trying, we've been trying, we've been trying. And I said, well, once you make your mind up to do something, it will be done. Stop trying. And so I walked away after five minutes and uh, I left it at that. The two male nurses came up after their shift and said, what the hell happened in there? I said, nothing much, right? <laughs> but we did get him under control and he was able to get the care, get the care that he needed. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, he was leading those two male nurses. They didn't know what to do. I knew exactly what he needed. And so I gave it to him. So when people are in fear like that, because that's what he is, he's in, you know, being triggered to be in fear, is, uh, and you give him back that control, how subtly you did that doesn't matter, you know, <laughs> but it all works, right? And, well, and that's all about, even though that you gave him that gift that he could take his control back. Yeah, and it, it points to one part matching and mirroring. Yes. In that case, he needed to be that aggression, that that. I'm taking control if you don't let me, you know, type of thing. Because he had to match and mirror that energy that this guy was giving out yeah. before he could hear him. Yeah. Yeah, I did dress it up a little. Um, he was he was swearing and I had to get into his face and come up to his level, if level, a little bit more and then slowly bring him down. The moment I wiped that froth away from his mouth, that showed caring. And that triggered, that triggered him relaxing and releasing. You know, this guy isn't that bad. He just washed away all that, that froth from my mouth. And so it's that release. And that's what he needed right there and then. And I'm going to tell you something else. I needed to have the confidence of making a difference. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what to do, but I need to have that confidence. And that's where most of the nurses we, we come in contact with don't have the confidence in making that difference. But they do make a difference with every word that they say, every treatment that they provide, their presence makes a difference. Imagine the difference when nobody's there, when nobody's there to take care of you. But they do make a difference and nurses need to know that. Doctors need to know that. Paramedics need to know that. Dentists need to know that. Everybody who provides health has this authority and they need to know that, that they have this inherent influence. And weren't you saying uh, to one of us that um, when you're using verbal medicine or anybody using verbal medicine in, a, in, a, in an organization like that, the, the, um, the drug use goes down, the, of course, the healthcare professionals, the doctors, they have less stress, they have, it's easier for them to work, and the healing is faster. Is that correct? Absolutely. We've seen it time and time again where we can go in, get a patient down into a nice relaxed state, and they use half of the pain medicine. That, that they actually needed. Um, I actually work at a, a small hospital up here in Vermont now, and I used verbal medicine for the first time with this group of uh, PAs and doctor and nurses, and they needed to do a conscious sedation, and they pulled out the usual amount of medicine, and I they started with their first dose, and the guy didn't go down. They started with the second dose, and the guy still wasn't really getting down. And I said, if you don't mind, and I did some verbal medicine on him and relaxed him. 
And then they gave a third dose instead of waiting. And the guy was so relaxed that we actually had to breathe for him for a little while until he came back out of it. They learned now. Now they know that when Mark starts talking his thing, it's to not give more medicine because it's going to work. It's going to bring him into a relaxed state. And it worked great. And the gentleman, you know, had his foot put back into place and he came out of it with no problems. And so with verbal medicine, you're also able to, you, you use placebos quite a bit, I gather. The concept of a placebo. Well, the concept, yeah. It's, well, yes, because it's our words. And we right. can tell you. That's right. You're That's going to mean. feel much more. So let's talk about the placebo. You know, the placebo is the most used drug out there. You look at all the drugs that are brought up against the placebo, which means, let me tell you what the placebo means. If you do nothing at all, these are the effects, if you do nothing at all. And so drug companies are constantly saying, hey, up against the placebo, it was this effective. Well, how strong was the placebo, you know? How many people did it cure? Out of 100 people, if it cured 20 people where they have no symptoms after the placebo, well, that's mind over, over body, isn't it? Yes. They thought and they were getting the medication. I think there's studies done now. I couldn't cite them to you. Um, I maybe look them up, but um, that even if someone knew they were having a placebo, then it still works because of the ver- right. if the words are right and all that stuff. It's all about verbal medicine. It's all Believe. about verbal medicine. Well, yes, there's a great Harvard study done um, done by Ted Kapchik, K-A-P. T-C-H-U-K. And what he did is that's, that's the groundbreaking study. He looked at the reverse. Instead of looking at all the drugs that were put against the placebo, he actually looked at the placebo. And Roger's right. It's the, the most tested drug in the world is the placebo. And I point this out all the time, not to plug, but there's a certain uh, medicine that is used for facelifts and stuff that they're now using for uh, migraines. So they're injecting this into the back of the uh, muscles in the back of the head to get rid of migraine. And if you look at the ad, it says it reduces for people with more than 14 migraines a month, it reduces it to eight to nine. Mm. The placebo says it reduces it from seven to eight or six to eight, excuse me. So yeah. the placebo is only, the medicine is only two more days yeah. better than than nothing and nothing as we know is and, what we did <laughs> and if they have some formal hypnosis it'll bring it down a heck of a lot more than that <laughs> right and that, exactly and that's yeah. where the next part of the study goes and, yeah um, pretty awesome yeah yeah, yeah so, it's, been phenomenal. it's been phenomenal using verbal medicine and it, it's it's the words it's the techniques it's listening responding using the patient's language it's it's all these little techniques that have an incredible change in that person right there. And you know what I really like about this is that you're teaching other people. Now, you know, I've, I've done some small teaching of, you know, emergency hypnosis, how to speak to them and all that kind of stuff. And when one of my students was near an accident and he went and talked to the guy and he just did that, and that guy healed phenomenal. They were so astounded. At the, at the hospital of this person healing so quickly because his head was split open. 
and, yeah. you know, all this kind of stuff. And, you know, if they get it right at the beginning and you go and then they go to the trauma ward and they get verbal medicine and then they get great things happening. And, geez, it's already our time's up already. I have to go, already go to the next break. See you on the other side. Okay. See yeah. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here, the host of Hypnosis Everywhere on Voice America, and I'm here to give myself a plug. I want to plug three things that give me joy in my practice. First is working one-on-one with clients to work with them to get the outcome they desire. And as you know from the show, hypnosis covers a broad spectrum. And as a Voice America listener, I'm offering you a free consult. If you're curious or you feel hypnosis may help you and you want to find out more, go to InezSimpson.com and click on my client page. Second, mentoring. I love to work with hypnotists, new or who've been in the field for some time, and they want to change things up or move ahead or whatever it may be. You can find out everything at inezsimpson.com forward slash mentoring. Third thing, the Simpson Protocol. I'm passionate about teaching hypnosis and especially Simpson Protocol, which I teach around the world. And you can find out all about that at simpsonprotocol.com. Talk soon. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. to hypnosis everywhere the simpson protocol to reach the show today please call into 1-866-472-5792 that's 1-866-472-5792 you may also send an email to inez that's i-n-e-s at inezsimpson.com now back to this week's program Okay, welcome back to Hypnosis Everywhere, and I'm going to go straight to Mark Sacco because he he mentioned something in the break that they were going to go to verbal SWAT. Is that what you called it? Yes. So let me tell you about that. 
Yeah. Um, we were just talking, you were, you were mentioning about the going from out in the field to the trauma to, to beyond. And that led us right into verbal SWAT. And that is special words and tactics. It's a training program based on verbal medicine, the program we've developed. And we're working, I'm a paramedic, but we're working with other paramedics we've trained as hypnotists in developing this program where we can take what we do in verbal medicine, the hypnosis, NLP, acupressure, and move it out into the field so that first responders can start the process right where it needs to start. And that is so exciting because their care, their healing can now start right there in the field before they've even left in the emergency, into the ambulance to get to us. And that's sometimes life-saving because if you can get somebody to relax and calm down and begin their healing, that may keep them from bleeding out. Uh, mm -hmm. That may keep their heart going. That may keep them from, from getting worse before they get to the emergency department. So that's why we thought it was crucial to get key members involved and really develop this for the paramedics, EMTs, and first responders. And as a result of that, we've been um, working with some of the people that were involved very early on back in the 70s with uh, M. Eric Wright, who did the um, groundbreaking study called the Kansas Experiment. Now, the beauty of this was he took a little index card and wrote a paragraph that basically said, the worst is over, we're here to help you, you're going to keep breathing, you're going to keep healing, et cetera, et cetera. And he made all the paramedics and EMTs remember, uh, memorize that and whisper that into their ear of the patient as soon as they got them and to move them away from the detrimental parts of the scene, like people saying, oh my God, that looks horrible, or yeah. I don't know how he's going to survive that. Um, to get them away from that, tell them this paragraph, and then continue the, the same care that they normally would get all the way to the hospital. And they tracked this and tracked the recovery and the, uh, all of the, the, para, the uh, data from that. And they showed that because they did half of the paramedics with this Kansas experiment and the other half just did their job, they saw a huge significant change in the recovery of all of these patients. So it was fantastic. And the only problem is, is all of that data was lost. And we have, not only have we, but um, Judith Costa, who wrote The Worst is Over, and um, uh, I forgot his name now, was it Dan Brown, uh, who wrote originally about this, all went and researched this. And we have researched it too. And one of them called M. Eric Wright's widow and said, do you have any of his personal notes? Do you have anything left? Because we can't find the data. We only got the results. And sadly, it's all lost. Mm -hmm. So what we have decided is, and with the support from these original people, is to replicate the Kansas experiment. So we are currently working on putting that whole project together and then putting it out to find the right city that has the right parameters to run this study on a scientific basis and get data and get all the results and publish this. That's the Kansas, like the state Kansas experiment? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. That's awesome. And, you know, I think you guys can actually, because you're already on that page of thinking, 
I, I can see that you could actually really be good at re replicating it and maybe even making it even better, you know? Yes. Well, we yes. can because... Um, Mark, and let me just say one thing real quick. Sure. Because I spoke wrong uh, and I don't want to mess that up. Uh, it's Donald Trent Jacobs. He was the gentleman who has really been behind this, um, right. this mess. Awesome. So. Okay, Go great. Ahead, Roger. Yeah. Uh, well, we're talking about... Um, <clears throat> experience you know we have the knowledge of how to integrate all of these things we know when you don't say something right the implications it can have and we also know the healing when you do say something right all of the advantages that that patient can have so why not allow them to have it you know people say you know um to me um oh is that going to be painful and i normally say no, I'm going to allow you to feel whatever you want to feel, whatever you need to feel. I never use that word. And, and so all of these things that we are talking about is things that we do daily, repetitively, each and every day. And it's just the way that we work now. And the enjoyment, let me use that word again, the enjoyment we get from our career now is overwhelming. It really is. We really love doing what we do, being who we are, and really helping people. It, it's, it's great. We have reconnected with that spirit that wanted us to do this in the first place. Because, you know, when you do it for a long time, you know, it, it starts to wear off quickly, right? Because yeah. you're giving at the office and you don't have enough to give at home. I know. Mark knows. We, we've both been through that. But now we are so rejuvenated that when we give at the office – and we use our special language and techniques, it bounces back to us and we get reinvigorated. And not everybody deserves it, I'll tell you that, because there was one time when there was one of the um, techs at work and she had some leg pain. The charge nurse came up to me and said, hey, Roger, you know, she wants to go home. I don't want her to go home. Can you just help her out a little? And I said, no, I'm not going to help her out a little. I, I, I just don't feel the energy. I really don't. And I didn't. And then about two hours after that, I was talking to a doctor in one of his areas where he was. And all of a sudden, I felt this energy behind me. And I turned around. It was her. And the energy had changed. My energy has changed. Her energy has changed. And so I said, yeah, let's go do it now. It's, it's one of those things. You just can't put your finger on it. You just, you just know. And so we did it. Took her out of her pain. That word. And she stayed for the rest of the night. She was astounded. The charge nurse was astounded. Everybody else that didn't have to do her job was astounded too. So, And it helped me really think about why I said no in the first place is because I really didn't have the energy. But then the energy changed. And it really helped me. It really did that night. I was, I was over the moon that I was able to change. I was able to change. Mm -hmm. from being negative to being positive, and I received. Yeah. But, you know, as and it becomes a daily thing, it becomes a natural thing, right? It becomes the way you speak. Everything has become, it just comes out it now. Comes out. And Mark will tell you, if you get me going, I will not stop because it just it's just part of my life now. And I think also yeah. you guys are in a, well, not a great, we're in a great training ground because most, let's say, a very busy hypnotist, works with maybe three people a day, four people a day, and you guys get great, great training grounds right, to learn. Yeah. So maybe because well, we're already down to four minutes in this segment. 
And I want to make sure that we do either do it in this segment or the next segment, we talk about the CRN, CRNH thing going. It's really important to get that part. And then we'll go back to stories. Okay, sure. but you sure. talked about um, um, a hypnotist, a good hypnotist will see three or four patients a day. That's how we have, we have four patients at a time that we bounce yeah. from one room to another to another. So the volume is there and we are getting such a tremendous healing and giving a tremendous healing too. It's wonderful. It really is. Mark. Okay. Your training. Go ahead, Mark. Yeah. Go ahead. So, talk about the so, training. Absolutely. Uh -huh. CRNH. Uh, certified Registered Nurse Hypnotist. It's a credentialing program that we're developing um, with some of the top industry leaders. And um, it's going to allow us to get all of these nurses, 2.8 million nurses in, in the United States, um, I think the 600,000 in Canada, give them an opportunity to actually get a credential and get some training on what we do. And our, our goal is to change mainstream thinking to using more of this holistic nursing process because we should all be doing this. Um, so it is, um, it is definitely something we are still working. We want to get it completely uh, done so we can roll it out uh, hopefully early next year. That's our wow, that, that's so, I know it takes time to get all this sort of stuff done beforehand. You know, I, I've been hoping for this for a long time for this to come through. And then you, you talked about it when I first met you. So it's coming. It is coming. And is yeah. the medical community behind you on that or the whoever the associations are? The we, we, we are really more ground, uh, grassroots. Okay. Uh, we are building it from a um, practical standpoint where we've shown like in our own ER and now the ER I work with uh, up here in Vermont is when we show them it works, they get on board. So the more we do that, the more we have on board. The more we have on board, the more the associations are going to recognize it. So we're building it from scratch, and we're going to take it na nationally in, um, next year. And you have a book. So the research, so let me just finish up. Yeah. Um, the research yeah. is out there for hypnosis and healthcare. <laughs> we actually have the practical training. that This is how you use it. Yeah, it's all right. We are the bridge from training to actually implementation. Inus. Okay, so we'll talk about your book on the when we come back on the other side. So we'll see you then. I'll be one minute. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here, the host of Hypnosis Everywhere on Voice America, and I'm here to give myself a plug. I want to plug three things that give me joy in my practice. 
first is working one-on-one with clients to work with them to get the outcome they desire. And as you know from the show, hypnosis covers a broad spectrum. And as a Voice America listener, I'm offering you a free consult. If you're curious or you feel hypnosis may help you and you want to find out more, go to inezsimpson.com and click on my client page. Second, mentoring. I love to work with hypnotists, new or who've been in the field for some time and they want to change things up or move ahead or whatever it may be. You can find out everything at inezsimpson.com forward slash mentoring. Third thing, the Simpson Protocol. I'm passionate about teaching hypnosis and especially Simpson Protocol, which I teach around the world. And you can find out all about that at simpsonprotocol.com. Talk soon. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Inez. That's I-N-E-S at InezSimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to Hypnosis Everywhere, and I'm going to head right to Mark so he can go on and tell me all these good things he's going to tell me. Just go for it, Mark. Okay. Well, we just mentioned a little bit about the book, so I wanted to uh, to give everybody some knowledge about that. So Roger and I, over the last five years, as we, as we said, we've seen about 30,000 patients. We have some incredible case studies, um, true case studies that we have just compiled after over these years. And we wanted to teach people our technique, verbal medicine. And the best way we found was more of an Ericksonian method of storytelling. Mm -hmm. So that fit perfectly. So our book, which is about 140 pages, is very instructional, but it's very entertaining because it tells all these case studies. You've heard a couple of little excerpts from the the studies from Roger. Um, They're all in there. And they just, they're fascinating. People who've read this um, just love this book because it's entertaining, but it's also instructional. Um, so it's coming out on Amazon probably November 1st. Uh, and okay. we're still doing the technical thing about getting it up on Amazon. So it's coming soon. And I just heard you have a YouTube channel. So um, we'll do that too. We'll talk, we'll leave that on the show page so people can look for it. But you go ahead, keep yeah. going. We'll give you a link on, on the Verbal Medicine uh, Patient Whisper YouTube page. And the fascinating part is that Roger and I walk the walk and we talk the talk. We actually believe in this. We do it to others, but we also do it with ourselves. And to prove that, we went one late night and we had one of our PAs put sutures, big sutures, in my arm under hypnosis using verbal medicine. And we have the complete video from beginning to end. People can see the, the needle marks. They can see it going into my arm. And they can see that I'm just laying there relaxed and that I'm not having a problem with it at all. And it's fascinating because it shows what we do. And, it's, and it really took no time at all. It's the same thing we do with six-year-olds and, and when they need sutures. And it takes maybe three minutes. And you'll see that on the video. Um, the other thing I did was... Um, my wife's also a patient whisperer. She's a hygienist 
a dental hygienist, and she developed a verbal dentics. And that is this whole verbal medicine method in a dentist because there's so much dental anxiety. There's 85% of the people walking around today have dental anxiety. So she has developed that and moving that forward. So I needed some work done on my teeth. So we did verbal medicine and I walked in and it was funny to the doctor, the dentist was nervous because they're used to injecting this stuff in your mouth, making it numb and then drilling away. And I said, no, no, I'm good. (laughs) I laid back and went back into trance and throughout the whole time, it was a deep cavity. My wife is working in the office, so she's checking in with the doctor, and she could hear the doctor all the time going, uh, are you okay? Are you sure I can put, I'm, I'm good. And she did this very deep cavity, no anesthesia whatsoever, no topical, no nothing. And it was great. I could walk out, I'm talking, no slurred lip, and, and I could enjoy it. So it was great. So we do that. We, we do all of this stuff with with ourselves as well as patients and staff and it's great um but one of the things we we hadn't mentioned was utilization we have looked through our whole dental or our whole doctor's tool set and nurse's tool sets and said what's here what's hanging on the wall what's around our shoulders what do we have that we can use and one of the most common things anybody will recognize with a doctor or a nurse is a stethoscope and we said, well, what can we do? Why can't we use that? And we came up with the stethoscope induction. And it is, <laughs> I have to say, brilliant. Because here's this thing that's sitting around our necks that we rarely use for anything but a quick listen to the lungs or the heart. And it just hangs there. It's our ident- identity. And now we've, we've created this induction, and it is fabulous. And the cool thing about it is you don't have to be a nurse or doctor to use it because you can invoke that memory, that conditioning that people have had about a stethoscope. Because we all do the same thing from childhood up. You breathe deep when they move it around your back and they move it deeper and you breathe deeper. And we made this induction. Same with the BP cuff. We did the same thing, with the tightening of the arm and the relaxation. And it's fabulous. And we use it every day because we take blood pressures and we listen to lungs every day on every patient. Now we can induce them with the same thing and not take any extra time. There'd be a lot of uh, reduction in white coat syndrome. Yes. It's a relaxation, actually. We give them relaxation. We can also use it for an induction. And we have that available. It's free. That's our gift to the world. They can have a copy of that. Just send us an email to patientwhispers.com. It's also in our book, um, Verbal Medicine, and they can get a copy of it in there. And um, that's our gift. It's uh, and there's many, many things that we use in our daily life that we have used to get people into a different space, right? And and that's what it's all about, taking them from this moment in time into this moment of time with me, with a healing. And it's all about presence and what's the intent to move them from trauma to recovery. It's as simple as that for both of us. You know, I rant on the show quite a bit about people becoming part of their medical team, <laughs> you know, by doing hypnosis and that. But it, when, imagine that if they do take their responsibility, then they end up in trauma or whatever. And then here this is all happening. What an ideal way to be. I, it makes me very excited. Yes, us too. 
<laughs> so we've got a couple, you've got a couple minutes left. I really want you to round it out for people exactly so they'll go and get that book or they'll just go and listen to the, you on YouTube because the more we can spread this, the better. Sure. So verbal medicine is the language of healing. It's simple as that. It's so easy to do, and it's because it's our mission to teach everyone, every nurse, every healthcare provider. We want to put it out there. If there are hospitals out there that would like us to come train their people or even just do a, a talk, please get a hold of us. We want to blanket the country with this, blanket the world with this, and get the message out. And we'd be happy to do it. We have a very entertaining uh, lecture. And it's very <laughs> you do. important. I can attest to that. <laughs> <laughs> and is, that, is, that, is it a patient whisperer website? Is that How would they contact you? Yes. Yeah, yeah patient whisperer. Perfect. Um, Perfect. Yeah. So uh, we've only got a minute left. I want to thank you guys for coming. And I'm just going to tell you who's on next week, Lisa Halpin, and she's going to talk about coaching. So we're going to go and more, but it was, she's a very good coach and she trains a lot of people. So I, I really want to get all of this stuff out here that all works together and, and goes in sync. So We'll be doing that next week, and I really enjoyed the show, and I'm really glad you were here, and I'm hoping to see you again soon. So I'm going to say goodbye to everyone, and thanks very much. Thanks for having us. Thank you for being a part of the show today. Be sure to tune in next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for another edition of Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol, with host Inez Simpson. We can't wait to have you join us again next week. 